Sing with me how great is our God And all will see how great, how great is our God Oh, how great is our God Sing with me how great is our God And all will see how great, how great Greetings, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made, and you know what? We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, I thank God for each and every one of you who have tuned in to become a part of this worship service on this Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or whatever day you choose to be blessed by the Word of God. I ask that you join me now. As we go to the Old Testament again, last week we went to the Old Testament, talked about Moses, and we're going to continue to talk about Moses today. So if you didn't see last week, go back and catch up on it. We're going to Exodus, the book of Exodus, chapter 33, chapter 33, verses 12 through 23, Exodus 33 chapter 12 to, through 23, and you listen now for the word of the Lord. Moses said to the Lord, I know that you have told me to lead these people to the land you promised them, but you have not told me who my assistant will be. You've said that you are my friend and that you are pleased with me, and if this is true, let me know what your plans are, and then I can obey and continue to please you. And don't forget that you have chosen this nation to be your own. And the Lord said, I will go with you and give you peace. And then Moses replied, if you aren't going with us, please don't make us leave this place. Oh, but if you do go with us. 
everyone will know that you are pleased with your people and with me. That way, we will be different from the rest of the people on earth. So the Lord told him, I will do what you have asked because I am your friend and I am pleased with you. Then Moses said, I pray that you will let me see you in all of your glory. And the Lord answered, all right, I'm the Lord and I shall mercy, I show mercy and kindness to anyone I choose. And I'll let you see my glory and hear my holy name, but I won't let you see my face because anyone who sees my face will die. There is a rock not far from me. Stand beside it. And before I pass by in all of my shining glory, I will put you in a large crack in the rock. And I will cover your eyes with my hands until I have passed by. And then I will take my hand away and you will see my back. You will not see my face. The word of God for the people of God. Oh, thanks be to God. And now, won't you pray for and with me? Oh, almighty and everlasting God. I come now asking that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. For you are my strength, and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray this prayer. Let everybody say, Amen. Our sermon topic for today is the glory of God. The glory of God. Dearly beloved, today I want to talk to you about the benefits of being in an intimate relationship with Almighty God. And by looking at a time in the life of a great man of the Bible named Moses, my hope is that we all leave this podcast with an awesome awareness of the glory of our God. Glory. Glory is the invisible qualities, character, or attributes of God displays in a visible or knowable way. Therefore, let us look at this lesson. We're going to go scripture verse by scripture verse. Verses 12 through 23. But first, but first the introduction, the the setup in our lesson this today is, is we find Pastor Moses in conversation with God. Listen, don't give up before you talk with God. So in our lesson, we find a frustrated, tired, and upset pastor named Moses. Oh, Pastor Moses was greatly upset and he was desperate for a sign from God. You know, we spoke of Moses and the people in our sermon last week. Check it out if you missed it. Now, Moses was the great Old Testament leader of the Hebrew people, the people who were no different than we are today. The world he was living in seemed to be just turning upside down, and the people of God were going cray-cray. So, Pastor Moses wanted God to show up to him in a sign. He was thinking, Moses was thinking, God, 
what is going on? God, what's up? God, what is the 411 on today? Moses just wanted some godly clarity about the situation that he was facing. So therefore, on this occasion, Pastor Moses went away to be alone with God, away from the people to seek direction and get a sign from God. Oh, but listen to this, listen to this. It is not that Pastor Moses had not seen signs and wonders from God all along the journey. In fact, he he witnessed some remarkable, visible demonstrations of God's power. Remember? Remember when he saw a burning bush that did not burn up? (laughs) Remember when he saw a wooden staff that became a snake? He saw tree branches that cleaned up polluted water. He witnessed pillars of fire leading the people by night and clouds leading them by day. He saw manna, bread, the heavenly bread falling each morning from the sky. Oh, he had witnessed the miracles and wonders that only God could perform. But still, still, he was disturbed and restless. You know, we've all felt that way from time to time because we're human. We felt disturbed and restless. Many people are feeling those feelings today. But on this particular day. Pastor Moses wants even more clarification and more information, more signs and wonders from God. So in verse 12 of our scripture, he says to God, he says, God, look, my God, you told me, you called me, you asked me to lead these people, but you have not let me know who you'll send to go with me. God, you said, I know you by name, and and you have also found favor in my sight. Oh, but Lord, if if I found favor in your sight, then please, please teach me your ways, and I will know you and find favor in your sight. And Lord, and Lord, please remember that this nation, this church, this denomination, they, they are your people. Pastor Moses begged God, oh God, to guide him clearly along the way. Well, child of God, don't we all need to be guided? Glory to God. To be taught God's ways, to, to know the path we are to take, to be shown the right way, the godly way. And today, we, you know, we are just a people hungry and needy for godly guidance. We long for godly direction. We are like wanderers in the desert, sometimes crying out to God. Lord, tell me what to do. Show me the right thing to do. Some of y'all, some of y'all know what I'm preaching about. Y'all know what I'm preaching about today. Amen? Well, my dearly beloved, the truth is, God never wrote Moses a message in the sky. God never laid a blueprint down. In today's terms, God did not send a fax, an email, a text, or a letter. God did something even better. God did something better because he's an amazing God. 
Verse 14 informs us that God replied to Moses' prayer and his request for a sign from God by saying, Moses, Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Good God. God offered something better than a sign. He promised to be Moses' personal God himself. God himself promised to accompany them and to be with them. Moses, you are a real person with a real shown off God, Moses. It was this relationship, you see, beloved, with God Almighty that provided Pastor Moses the direction and guidance that he desired. We all need an intimate relationship with God. Therefore, you need to hear me today. Hear me. Guidance from God hinges on the relationship we have and develop with God. Just like with people. Spend time with people in a relationship. You're supposed to spend time with God in a relationship. And when we understand that God is real and we purposely do everything we can to be in relationship with God, then the benefits, the benefits of such a relationship begin to pour, to manifest into our lives. Well, well, I can, I can hear somebody saying, tell me the benefits. Okay, I can do that. Yes, I can. Listen to this. The benefit package of a relationship with God is as follows. Benefit number one, we have a companion. Verse 14. My presence will go with you. The old folk was saying, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And he walks with me. And he talks with me. And he tells me that I am his own. Oh, and the joy we share as we tarry there. None other has ever known how they knew God. God walks with us through all the stuff of our lives. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So speak it out loud. Speak it out loud. Say, God is my companion. I can do this because I'm never alone. Glory to God. Okay, okay. Then benefit number two. We will experience rest. And I will give you rest. The rest that God is talking about here is a rest that comes while we are on our journey. It's a rest that reaches to the core of our being. It's it's not like a weekly day off or a paid vacation or a guaranteed holiday. It's not a time when the storms of life cease. No. It's a calm during our storms and a sense of security that all things are working together for good that comes only through walking with God. And then remembering from day to day that God is with us. We are never alone. Benefit number three. We will be distinguishable. Verses 15 through 16. Then Pastor Moses said to God, 
If your presence does not go with us, do not send us from here, Lord. How will anyone know that I and your people have found favor in your sight? Is it not in your going with us so that we are distinguished from all the other people upon the face of the earth? You have to have God to be distinguished. In other words, God, if you're not with us, then we not and cannot be different from anybody else. That's right. It's your presence and your glory and your favor that make us different from everybody else. It is your presence that will distinguish us as your people. Oh, child of God, it is this God's presence in our lives that causes us to think differently and act differently and love differently and serve differently. Oh, the presence of God. Mm, felt it so in my devotions this morning. The presence of God calls us, my beloved, to stand out in the crowd, to be distinct, separate, and unusual. Yes, we are to be a peculiar people. God calls us to be different. Tell somebody, be different. Benefit number four of having God's presence with us is we will be known. Verse 17. The Lord answered, Pastor Moses, I will do this very thing you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight. And, and I know you by name. Wow, wow, listen, listen. In other words, God says to Moses, we tight, man. We, we spend more time together than you do with most other people. You my homie. I, I know your nickname. Oh, my, I want to be close to God like that. I hear you saying, me too, me too, me too. Our relationship with God needs to be an intimate, close experience. Can you imagine the significance? The significance that gives us the creator of the universe calling us by name. Oh, good God, am I? tell somebody. You can call me anything you want to. Who are you anyway? God knows my name. <laughs> oh, beloved, as we go further into our spirit scripture lesson, we begin to realize that yes, God does provide signs for us to know him more. They aren't like road signs or directional signs, billboards or writing in the sky or an email. No, but they are signs nevertheless. They're there, but sometimes we don't see them. And we don't see them because we're not looking for them. Looking for signs from God. I see them all the time. When we're walking with God, when his presence accompanies us, oh, there are benefits, lots of them. Oh, but also, there are signs all around us, too. So as our lesson continues, we further learn how we see the signs of God's glory. Listen, are you listening? Are you listening? We want and need all that we can get from God, right? Yes. And the Bible teaches us to do what Pastor Moses did. We simply ask for what we want. Oh, beloved, in verse 18, we hear the most important request we can make. 
Pastor Moses says, God, please just let me see your glory. I can hear somebody asking, what's God's glory anyway? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Because the glory of God is the overwhelming importance and shining mystery that accompanies God's presence. The glory of God is the invisible qualities, character, or attributes of God displayed in a visible or knowable way. Oh, you know the Bible teaches us of his glory. The heavens declare it. Creation witnesses it. The church embodies it. Christians reflect it. The ocean declares it. The glory of God is all around us. Pastor Moses came to understand, sense, and see God's glory. However, he did not see all of God's glory, and neither will we. You see, signs of his glory is found in verse 19a. And the Lord said, I will cause all of my goodness to pass in front of you. And the word goodness refers to the display or essence of God's glorious character and attributes, most often thought of as the works of his hands. The works of his hands declare his glory. The goodness of God is the concrete, tangible experience of what God has done and is doing in the lives of his people. God's grace, his love, is found in his goodness to us. Pastor Moses experienced the goodness of God time and time again. But he did not experience all the goodness of God. Oh, we experience God's goodness all the time, all the time. We say, God is good and all the time, but Bible is telling us in this Exodus chapter 33, but not all of God's goodness. Wow. And in addition, the glory of God is not only found in his goodness, but also in his grace. Verse 19b, I will be gracious to whoever I want to be gracious to, and I will have compassion on whoever I want to have compassion. Don't hate. Don't hate. The grace of God is the unmerited favor. None of us deserve it. It is an expression of God's heart. Yes, grace is God doing for us what God does not have to do, boo. Grace is God doing for us what we do not deserve. You are not all that in a bag of chips, and neither am I, because God is perfect. God's heart is one of love and compassion. But God is also a God of justice. And oh, my beloved, many times on our trip and our journey through life, we may deserve God's justice, his chastisement or punishment. But God instead grants us favor. He lets us off the hook. He turns and blesses us anyway. Oh, that's the embodiment of his grace. And God also says, I give favor to whomever I choose to. Tell somebody, favor ain't fair. No, favor is not fair. Favor is by God's selection, yes. 
we the people are the recipients of God's grace. But not all of his grace. Amen. Amen. So Pastor Moses, doing his overwhelming circumstances, wanted to see God's glory. He wanted a sign from God. Oh, but we learned today that, that God said to Moses and to us that you see signs all the time. When you experience my presence and my goodness and my grace and my love, my healing and my miracles, my warnings and my protection, you are seeing and feeling and experiencing my glory all the time. <laughs> God. But in verse 21 through 23, we see that Pastor Moses wanted even more. I want more of God too. And then God said, but if you want a visible, tangible appearance, a theophany, then, then do the following. Here is a place near me, and you are to stand on the rock near me. And when my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. And then I will remove my hand away from you, and you will see my back. But my face will not be seen. You have to listen to direction. Moses did as he was instructed. He obeyed. Problem is, we're living in a very disobedient culture today. He, he stood in the cleft of the rock and, and God passed by. A visible appearance, this time in human form, and Moses saw God, not his face, but his back. So God is saying, now it is not having it your way, Moses. It is always having it my way. I used to hate that song, I did it my way. <laughs> so arrogant. Beloved, we too, when led by God, do not see God's face. Oh, we're not ready for that. No, we're not ready for that. That would kill us. We ain't holy enough. We have to wait until we get a new body to see God's face. Hallelujah. Oh, but God will reveal to us his back. Ask me why. Why, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Dear one, dear one, we cannot see his face because we cannot see him coming. He's leading us. We see God's back because we see where he has been and we confirm what he has already done for us. It is when we remember and then watch his back as we follow him, when we remember what God has done and follow God as he leads us, when we trust and obey, we find ourselves viewing the glory of Almighty God. You know what? There are people in the church always wanting to be seen, always getting in the way of God's those are the people who don't really know God. <laughs> because when you know God, you can't do anything but praise and worship him. Oh, I love to praise and worship God. Oh, listen, child of God. God's glory is working in our lives every day, every hour, every minute, every second, every month, every year. God is always showing us his glory. Glory. Frequent words that come out of our mouth. Glory to God. After God has passed by and we can only see his back, 
when the storms have passed over and the sun is shining, that's God showing off his glory. God is a wonderful show off. <laughs> and, and when we finally reach the top of the mountain and look back over the valley, you know what I'm talking about, the valley. That's God showing off his glory. It's like looking in the rearview mirror of our lives. We see how God is shown up, performing his work most clearly. But when we see his back, it's when he has finished the work and he's moving on. Oh, we look back at all the good things that happened to us and we know they were things so undeserved and unmerited. We look at the tragedy of others and then the blessings in our own life and remark. There, but the grace, the favor of God, go high. In other words, in other words, this is my testimony. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I tell you, I don't know where I would be. Glory to God. Pastor Andrew Crouch summed it up. Here's a church in Pacoima. He wrote, How can I say thanks for all of the things that you have done for me, things so undeserved. But you died to prove your love for me. And the voices of a million angels cannot express my gratitude, all that I am and ever hope to be. I owe it all to thee, to God.
And ever hope to be 